partner. Trough Talk Podcast. Talk to me. We're back. Um, talk to you. What what have you been up to? I'm chilling, man. I uh kinda had a day today, just long day at work. Um the boys are actually about to turn on hard knocks right now, so I'm gonna step into another room, wow. Cardinals. And it's actually just immaculate timing because I just pulled off back to back fantasy trades, waiting on a third one to come in. D hops coming home to junior Josh Matador. And uh I couldn't be more excited. Wow, was it uh, one of the trades that we were talking about last week? The uh, I think it was the five man Goddard. Um, that one. No, no, that was for the other league. That was for uh, Matty T's D League. This one's for the Matt Landers Memorial Football League, otherwise known as the Milk League, established <laughs> nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. So right now, I I just pulled off two trades. So let's get through it. I traded with. Uh, Two league rivals, actually. The most heated rivalry, or actually the most iconic rivalry in our league, which is D. Roach and Scott Mossick. Do you know Moss? I've I've met him before. That rivalry has been going for years now, since Dave was like eight years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. It started so young, but they don't actually hate each other. But right. Jay and Moss get actually heated. <laughs> hey, they're both, so many. both men of principle. You just you gotta love that. Correct. They stick to it. So I got no no hard feelings there. You are so on point with that. I love it. And so pretty much, yep. I uh, got D Hop and Goddard from uh, Mossick, and then I went ahead and sold off Waddle to D Roach. You guys can't so, see it, but uh, I'm waddling. I'm waddling. Yeah, I did it all year, too. I hate to see them go. They kind of got a tough schedule the rest of the way, sell high, buy the dip. That's how I play it, Jim. Hey, there's a lot of people buying dips right now. <laughs> Not me, though. I wish I had one. Um, <laughs> no. I kid, I kid. I just swore off it for life. Benny the Jet style. Um, <laughs> well, hey, that's good. Two fantasy trades. That's That's a hell of a day. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving. I'm making deals, and I'm waiting on a third one. I'm trying to execute and go ahead and sell my second and third rounder next year for one Jonathan Taylor Ooh. from X. Mm, X. He's uh, he's going to shop around. I Don't, don't uh, uh, hold X, your so breath on this, that. Huh? Yeah, I, I got to hold my ground. This guy X, you know, I, I tried trading for Jonathan Taylor in like week six. And he did the old, yeah, we're going to get this deal done tonight. And then just, nah. And then he's like, all right, you know, like, if 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 I shop him, I'm coming to you. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to do it. I just don't have the cojones. I'm like, you're damn right you don't. You hate to see it. Um, Now, do guys put up as many future picks as you do? Because I know you, you're big and uh, letting go of draft picks for, for now. You're playing the, the now game. Now, Jim, tell me if this is flawed math. Tell me if this is flawed math. But if every year you get a fresh slate of new draft picks, if I trade all my draft picks this year, I can just trade them all next year. Oh. I mean, do it again. Do it again this, next year. This sounds like fill it... out the rest of my roster. I... Kick the can down the road. No, and this every is a year I have the best team because I buy. Have you been seeing the crypto scams? That's what you're running on this. You're you're pushing everything for the future, <laughs> everything for the future. What if what if they want to cash out now? You're gonna have no picks, you're gonna have nothing, no no capital to uh I got fall a credit card. On. Oh wow. That's... I got a fantasy credit card. And honestly though, like I feel like you could do decently well with just the leftovers of a draft, especially if it's, you know what I mean? If it's just... It's a toss-up. Yeah, but... You get one or two guys, and then, mind you, you get your first couple draft picks that you need to hit. If they hit, then you can buy again. If not, then you got to go the other way with it. But the point being is that you can always find one or two guys, and in a keeper league, if you have great keepers that you trade future draft picks for... <laughs> 
like JT and, and D Hop. Yes. Now now you got enough to build a roster if you just add two, three pieces. And if you put your chips in. Yeah, and in fantasy, I feel like there's always those two, three guys that are just random as hell that that do well every year too. So it's like one of them's gonna fall on your roster. Find a couple <clears> of those. You know, I'm just sitting by the bar. You know what I mean? I'm sitting by the bar. Sitting I'm by- here. <laughs> who wants who wants to take home a championship? Oh boy. I honestly I have a uh I I wrote it down somewhere. I can't find it. I have your predictions for the next two years of fantasy football. And if you didn't get within the top five last year in that the MILF league, your predictions were off. Well, I was uh I came in third. Wow. I came in third and I set the the league record for most points for in a regular season. Um I came up short. Derek Derek Henry's injury hurt me. Calvin Ridley taking the season off Tough. hurt. But I, I did have Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, and Travis Kelsey last year. That's a squad. Um, and who did you end up keeping, or was this your fresh draft? I forget. Fresh draft this gotcha. year. Fresh draft. So is it? are we saving these predictions for a later – to unveil to me at a later moment, or what was my prediction? Uh, I, I wrote it down somewhere. I was trying to look for it. I couldn't find it. But you said top five. I know one of them was top five, and the other one was like a, more of a prop than it was like a, a placement. But uh, I'll find it, and we'll we'll bring it up next pod. Um, but you said you just uh, you were playing ball a little bit earlier. Who were, who were you playing with? Well, no. So you get banged. We were texting back and forth. We were texting back and forth, and so. Every Wednesday, we do our normal hoop run with the group chat at these uh, courts called AVA. It's like an uh, apartment complex, but they got lights and like a nice big size court where you could actually play five on five. Nice. Um, but um, one of my boys from work, probably the one of my boys that I'm closest with at work, um, he was like, he hit me up in the morning and he's like, yo, like, you trying to ball later? Like, what are you doing later? We need one for the... Uh, for this league that we're in. And I was like, all right, I'm down. So, so five o'clock was banged. Right. And then he comes back to me. He's like, yeah, actually we got enough guys. So it's all good. I'm like, all right, five o'clock's back on. Right. And then he, the same guy comes back to me towards the end of work. He said, yo, me and Tristan and Tyler, were about to go get some beers at Ballast Point Brewery, play some shuffleboard. What you trying to do? And I said, all right, five o'clock's back off. <laughs> And we're at Ballast Point. We're drinking. He's like, "Yo, you, you want to play tonight?" Like, bro, give me an answer. Give me shoot it straight. <laughs> I, I'll I'll do whatever. But fucking, he's like, he's like the group chat's like, we actually could use one more. Like, if he wants to play the whole season. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. I'm in. How much you need? Sixty bucks. Cool. Let's fucking go. That's sick. I saw so, you. Uh, I saw you were playing with Ken's team and all that. Different team than them. So, yeah, so I was actually brought on as a ringer for that squad in a true we-need-one situation where they only had four, and they said, look, we got no big guys. All our big guys are out. Let's bring in let's bring in Mr. 1J Land and see what he could do. So they had a nice little uh, 6'5", big body, played a little like, um, like Zach Randolph. Ooh. With, with, like, in 2030, like, hucked a bunch <laughs> of threes, too. He, like, future Zach Randolph. Right. Um, but he had a little game to him. But, yeah, it was just five of us, and uh, that's just a better way of doing it, dude. Go no subs. Get a rhythm with five guys. Like, get going. Keep it going. Because the thing is, if you got eight guys, now you're substituting. Like, as soon as you find your flow with that one squad, like, you just lose it. We got new matchups. We got new chemistry. Where do I stand? Right. Whatever. But the game went well. Every one of us hit a three. Ooh. I think I went. I think I went two for three with an air ball from deep. Hey, it doesn't show up in the scorebook. It really doesn't. Um, and just an overall good game. I think we got off to a little bit of an early lead, like nine zero, start the game, and then we kind of just held like around 9 to 12, 6 to 12. So it was, like, competitive the whole way, but we, like, really good dub. 
We fended him off. Nice. And who else is on there? It's it's. I saw. Is it Chad, Kenny, Donnie? Is it those guys? Yeah, me, and then this one other guy, Diggs, who I guess they just met out here, but he always hooks with us on those Tuesday runs at a and shit like that. And the dude's got a jumper, super wetty. Fuck. And uh, yeah, he he knows how to play ball too. He's not like one of those guys like I could shoot and I'm going to shoot every single time. But at the same time, it's like I'm shooting this. Like you pass him one of those, it's going up. You don't got to think twice about like the unnecessary pump fake, you know? That's kind of nice, though, exactly. You get in a good rhythm with fucking knowing how he plays in that. Um, who is your game modeled after? Your Does it change up between team to team, or or do you just have a, a solid game that you, you stick to the post and you're... You know nah, I mean? I, mean, I mean, there's so... I could talk about this for an hour, to be honest, but there's just so many different ways a game can go. And what my thing is, so let me just start from the beginning. Let's start from square one. So as a youth, as a youth, just growing up, I was always a point guard growing up. So I always modeled my, yes. <laughs> your dad was and the James, coach, huh? Huh? Was your dad the coach? <laughs> In third grade, he was. In third grade, he was. After that, it was Mike Hammett. Oh, wow. Corey used to run shit in NJB. Big Mike. But no, I, I was always a point guard, seriously, and like, even through middle school, I guess Kenny and Nick Nguyen were really the point guards. I guess I got kicked over to the wing a little bit. And as I went on, as I grew, I just lost a little bit of my dribbling skills. But with that being said, early role model player is John Stockton. That's probably who I modeled my game after the most. You penetrate and you make the bounce pass and everyone goes, nice pass. And you go, yeah. My goal in – understanding basketball from a young age was trying to get the nice pass. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's way more, you can get that way more than you get the uh, nice shot or, you know what I mean? Cause you're always passing the ball. You're not always fucking. And so it's like you feed off that as a kid. You're like, Oh fuck. All right. I'll just become a passer. It's a very specific thing. The nice pass. It's like when you really set someone up, like every dad, like there'll be a dad that'll just say it like, Nice guy. Exactly. Like, I'll say it at the park, like, if someone said it. But, uh, so that's, like, my core. If I had to make a comparison, an NBA player comp, I think the best person would have to be Draymond. It's like, you know, I'm I'm not a center by any means. You look at me, you're like, that guy's not a big. That's not a big man, right? But if you need me to guard the center, I'll guard the center. But truly, I feel most at home when I got the ball in my hands, creating for others. You know, oh. and and that's not always for the best for the team necessarily. At my best, I'm like Draymond. I, I might have more assists than Steph. I might be the one that's actually running the offense and making the decisions for the team. At my worst, like Draymond, <laughs> I'm just a turnover, and I'm just running into people, playing like a football player, limbs everywhere. No one wants to play with that guy. They're like, what's what's wrong with this guy? Chill out, you know. That's uh, Palo Alto basketball always had like three football players on their team that would just <laughs> set the hardest fucking screens ever. It was like, oh, exactly lifted, huh? <laughs> Literally coming straight off the football season right into basketball. It's like, God damn. Um, that's funny, though. Uh, speaking of. But I will say, well, no, one last ahead. thing on the, yeah. on the thing is that. I feel best when I play point, and I and I believe that it, it would be best for the team if I were to be able to bring the ball up and kind of get the offense going and maybe get a swing instead of like a pull-up three, let everyone touch it a little bit, create and kick for open jumper for someone to drive off. But nine times out of ten when I play basketball, everyone wants to be the point guard, so I end up just playing like Carl Malone and kind of just running the floor and fucking – just board machine. Just Get, blending in. Exactly. Getting boards, putting them right. Never let it go below your head. There you go. Stay tall. Stay tall. Exactly. Um, but you said Draymond. Is your uh, your anger the same as Draymond's too? Are you you getting tossed or what's, what's the deal with this? <laughs> now, I've never been the hothead. I wouldn't say on the court I was the hothead but I do have some stories of getting tossed. And, and specifically, it was one night, senior year, I want to say, against Leland. 
Ooh, rivalry now, game. Leland would, now, Leland would go on to lose in the CCS championship team to the team that beat us after us being up 14-0 in the first round with a dunk. That's that's Willow Glen basketball in a nutshell. Go up big early in playoff games and then fucking blow your load in the second half. Who had the it dunk? Was, was it so Rob? Bad. What? Did Rob have the dunk? Nah, it was Jonah. Oh, big I forgot about hand. Jonah. Oh, shit. <laughs> She's a big two-hand flush. Like, oh, we're here. That's sick. But long story short, um, they had this guy on Leland... I want to say like Halliburton or some shit like that. Do you happen you're to talking remember about. this guy or um, anything like that? He was like a water water polo guy. But uh, he was a stud. He was a stud. Kind of like Ninsu Lee, but like with a better body and like focus <laughs> type game. Shout um, out Ninsu. But anyway, like like I, feel, I felt like defensively I had his number. I think we played him earlier in the year all all the possessions that I was guarding him, I don't think he scored. There were some fouls for sure, but I don't think he scored. And so we're at playing at Leland, and I'm I'm picking this guy up, and we're playing we're playing physical, and I'm playing physical, and I'm getting maybe I am getting a little heated. Maybe the ref senses that a little bit because some of these calls are a little soft, you know. Right. This guy played a physical brand of basketball, you know. So it's like as a defender, you got to let me play a little bit of a physical brand of basketball. I didn't feel like I was a hack or anything. But anyway, it gets to the point where he, like, called a couple on me in a row. And and so then I think, like, I got four fouls at this point, something like that. I'm about to foul out, and I'm playing, and I'm playing cautious D, like, not reaching. And this guy just drives into my chest, and I get called for a foul. Ah. I was literally avoiding. Like, I was literally avoiding a right. foul. And this guy just kind of sensed it on me. Like, he was like, this guy's trouble. I got to get him out of here. Like, he, he he was picking on me. That's how I felt. <laughs> and at that point, I got very emotional because I felt like I was getting bullied and I felt like he was doing me wrong and, you know, on a personal level. So, and, I was just going to say, yeah, did, you go, did you go after him after you got that last foul? Like honestly, the, the the memories of the details are very blurry, but I'm sure I did. I'm I'm sure I let him have that bullshit, and I like I was on the verge of tears. Like I think I was just oh, low key, just like been there, just so frustrated. I was just on the verge of tears. Yeah, yes. I was just on the verge of tears. Like I was just so emotional that he did that to me, like that he really did that to me. Like, damn. I uh, I wish I, I know could you got some sympathize with that, but I've been getting fucking double teed out of game since like second grade. So <laughs> just kind of instilled in the lifestyle. Um, I'm like, I got one. You're like, where do uh, I start? No, nah, I, I, I got a couple basketball, a couple baseball. Um, but mm. I feel like none of my fault, honestly. I mean, for real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in my space. I'm clearing room with the bows. I mean, I, I can post the video for you guys to see it. These guys are all up in me. I'm just clearing space. I get called for these BS fouls. Um, no, I'm is, this, is this Cupertino? <laughs> that was one of them. I, I didn't get – Meeker pulled me out of that game, though. He said, I, you're going to hurt somebody out here. I, I'm just playing a hard brand of basketball, like you said. Just don't – That's don't. what you got to play physical. The most physical team wins. Especially in high school. Fucking, there's nothing but soft people in high school. Um, but in second grade, we were going to, uh, I think it was the NJB All-Stars, and it was like right before we're going to L.A., and we're qualifying for L.A., and we're playing uh, Almaden, NJB, uh, Leland again, same guys. We literally played the same guys for 15 years of our lives. Um, I love that. Yeah, I was actually kind of sick, so like friends with them now and stuff. Like looking back, it's crazy um but i think i had four fouls and uh there was a loose ball on the ground and me and the guy were kind of like uh hip to hip fighting for the ball and i just dropped a hammer of a heel on him (laughs) and kicked the guy (laughs) i thought i got away with it too uh immediately boom (laughs) you're gone a little 12 6 literally literally um but that was like the first time, and I, I like 
I remember like after that being like, what the fuck did I do? Like that is really bad. You can't be kicking people. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was second grade playing up against third and fourth graders. It's just, it's what it is. I wasn't as mature. You're a fighter, man. You got to fight for your food. You're the youngest. I almost, I was just telling that story to Girl, too about how I tried girls to, don't count. what I said, you're the youngest girls don't count. <laughs> exactly. Who, who's Morgan? Um, no, but I was telling the story today too, about how I tried to convince my parents to let me do MMA when I was younger. Like right when the first UFC video games came out and it was just a resounding no, <laughs> didn't wow. even think about it. It was just not going to happen. Um, I think me and my brothers fought a little too much to begin with. Um, mm. but, uh, I think the baseball story is probably a little bit better. We, uh, JV for, I think it was JV, JV or Summer Bowl. I don't know. But I was throwing a, a no-hitter in, like, the fifth inning, and we only played seven innings. Um, and I'm up to bat. I'm not pitching anymore. I'm up to bat. And I strike out on a high strike three call. And I look at the umpire and said, that was fucking high. And then just auto-eject, like, no question about it. Like, And you can't argue balls and strikes, so rightfully so but he thought i said you're fucking high and i was like yo okay two completely different things here um but yeah it's it's very awkward getting kicked out of a baseball game when your dad is the head coach of the varsity team and you have to uh then sit out and be suspended for a game yikes yeah not suspensions i don't think i was ever suspended from sports um, I think my only one was just from like getting kicked the out. Roids. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it was bad. Um, no suspensions. I didn't really. I don't. Th- I feel like not a lot of our friends really dealt with that uh, sort of stuff. Maybe. I got suspended from school. For what? The first time I got suspended from school was because me. Andy Mills, and it must have been Eric Jackowitz, maybe, or Kenny. I think it was Kenny. Me, Kenny, and Andy Mills prank called uh, our fifth grade PE teacher. We used to call him Mr. Garrison. I think his name, I don't remember his real name. We used to call him Mr. Garrison. But uh, we bullied him, and that was, that was not cool. That was harassment, and we all, <laughs> we all learned our lesson. How did you get his number? I don't know, dude. We're just some dumb little kids. But it's so crazy because whenever I think back, like I remember in fifth grade, I distinctly remember just being like, whoa, I have a brain now. Like I just remember like it was just literally different. Like there was just something different where I was like, oh, like my brain's like working. Like I'm having like my own thoughts and shit like that. And I'm sure that like fucking just manifests in like mischief. Right. Or like it did. It did, you know. But now I look back on it, and I think that just meant it was puberty. Yeah, I, I guarantee that's what it is. And I feel like being in fifth grade, you're finally the uh, big man on campus. There's no mm. one telling you what to do. So you're like, well, I got to gotta show out, especially for uh, for the friends and whatnot. Um, I mean, so many good memories. I remember one time, it was probably fifth grade as well. God, did I peak in fifth grade? That I peaked in high school, time. so not, not far behind. Time. Um, but me and Kenny, it was like raining. It was like the day before the walkathon. They had all these tables laid out like on the books and ball court. And like, it was just raining and me and Kenny just fucking slip and slide all over that bitch. We're like going down the slides and just doing all that shit. Such a trip, dude. I knew Kenny when I was like, me and Matt played, Toscano played T-ball together. Jake's. Wow. Are you guys in that picture that's uh, on the Jake's wall? <laughs> Maybe Matt is, because you know the deal with that, right? No, Excuse no. <laughs> like there was no one showed up. Half the team wasn't there for that picture, and there's another picture with all of us in it for real. Who uh, who was the head coach? Was that Peter Hate and X? Were they uh, tag mm-hmm. team in that one? I believe it was them and Ricky Yacanelli's dad, if I remember correctly. Wow, I haven't heard that name in forever. That um, guy jumps out of planes now. He does sketch and without anybody, he does it by himself. Would you trust him? Would you would you let him hop on your back and jump with you? Yeah, absolutely. Really? 
I don't think it's that hard. I mean, I dare, you're just pulling I damn near trust myself, and I don't even have any. Oh training. my Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Not to say I, I would do it, but ultimate, like, could I do it? The of reserve pulls no matter what, so it's like, like, pull the string. I know there's more to it, but like, pull the string. Like, I how feel hard like I would be? rip it as soon as I was out the thing, just get caught <laughs> in the fucking prop, and just <laughs> you'd be like, up. "Fuck, I'm up here high, the exactly. wind blowing. You're fucked." Ah, uh, fuck. Have you ever been? I feel like you went right skydiving. Yeah. I went skydiving, uh, me, Chad, and Matt Melendrez, I believe. In Hawaii? Maybe one other. In Hawaii. Nice. Chad Chad uh, bought me a bean and cheese burrito at the taco truck right before we went because I was getting a little, little queasy. I was like, I need a little something in my stomach. This is a great story, though. I can't believe I, ever, I haven't told you because I had the biggest dick of a flight instructor uh, or like whatever, like on my back. I thought you were going to stop after Dick. And I was like, all right, <laughs> that's, that's a good yeah. story. <laughs> it, it, it's come down in recent years, but back then, God damn. <laughs> uh, no, but go on. Okay. So this guy's the biggest Dick. So we get there and he's kind of like fitting us up for the straps. We're all getting fitted up for our straps. I'm like standing there. He's kind of like getting everything like measured out, ready to go. And I sniffle. I go, and he goes, did you sniffle? And I go, yeah. He's like, are, like, are you sick or something? Because, you know, anything that comes out of your nose and mouth is going directly in my face. You say, hey, we're a team here, brother. Hey, get a new job, man. Right. Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I'm not sick, dick. And wear a face shield. If it's that big of a deal, I mean, there's there's ways to get around that besides being an ass. We're talking pre-COVID, dude. Is he not vaccinated? Wow. You should have brought that up. <laughs> is this guy, you is this guy not social distancing on his on his jumps? Like, Jesus. That would be kind of <laughs> crazy to see six foot. You guys just connected by like a two by four. <laughs> a rope. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, a rope. And he's dangling you. <laughs> you good down there? Yeah, I would be hawking loogie straight up. <laughs> but Take it gets that. worse, dude. Like, it literally gets worse. So then we're about to walk out uh, to the plane. And Chad and Matt, they're all walking out with their instructor, instructor talking, fucking just walking out. And he goes, walk. Jeez. And I'm just walking by myself. And he, like, walks behind. Did you say I'm a Jewish man? This this is giving me vibes of 42, sir. Jesus, Kanye West. Relax. Hey, this is... I, no, I'm, no, I'm saying... Oh, oh, oh I was going to say, hey, this is not guy. me. That's, that's the guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm on you. God, I have this guy at work. I'll finish his story in a sec, but I have this guy at work, Seabass. I feel like you would love him. He's like kind of like into the comedy, like tries to crack his own jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. And like we're at the point where like... I told him I was Jewish, right? He's like, you're Jewish? Like, and then like, you know, like, he's not a dumbass. He's like, he's like a smart guy. Like he knows right. what, what's up and shit like that. And he's just kind of like, just talking about like the, the culture and like actually asking questions and doing shit like that. But now he's just like really comfortable at the point to where like anytime anything like Jewish comes up or anything, like he'll make like an off color Jewish joke that like, <laughs> like. We've established, like, it's all good. Like, he doesn't make, like, hateful Jewish jokes. Right, 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 right. He'll just, like, say shit like that. Like You should deadpan at him one time and just tell him you're you're talking to HR. Like, bro, it's (laughs) it's too far on that one. I'm going to go to HR. Just see what he does. Oh, man. But, uh... But yeah, he's great. He always cracks shit like that, and I'm just laughing like this guy. Is his name Uh, Sebastian, or did he just get the nickname Seabass? Because just getting the nickname Seabass is... A powerful move. His name is Sebastian. Ah, still yeah. sick. But um, excuse me for chewing <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> the respect for you guys is at an all-time low right now. This no, is it's all Trump staying. talk. This is all. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fair. hey. It's fair. We we back. We back. But anyway, yeah. I get up in the plane, and then I'm going first, of course. And they get me hanging outside the plane, right outside the window. They're like, hey, swing it around. So I'm just sitting out there in the window. Literally, I kid you not, at least a minute. Fuck. Just, just out there, like feet barely on it. Like if he wanted to lean at any moment, I'm not holding on to anything. You're I'm just, gone. I'm just swinging and he's holding like he's holding on. And I'm just out there like toes on, like 
fully outside the plane for a full 60 seconds, if not more. And then we go and I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. No, not uh, not worth doing again. I feel like in Hawaii too. I feel like that would be gorgeous. Like, yeah, right. It was so gorgeous. That was the best part. But like before he freaking pulled it, I was like, I can't fucking breathe. Like I guess I'm just not gonna breathe until the shoot he pulls goes. it. <laughs> That's pretty much how. Is I it felt, like that? Like, uh, that feeling like when you're on like uh, Starship 2000 or whatever that stupid ride is at carnivals <laughs> where you're just like chest pressure. You're like, yeah. oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good story about that too. St. Chris Fair, Matt Melendrez, we were all going on that. I don't even think I don't think we were drinking at that point, but we just all go so on you that like and off of it. And you know where this is going? Just blows chunks. Did not run to a bush. Just right <laughs> dire- in front. directly one step outside of the ride. Wow! <laughs> Was he a puke kid during school? A like, puker? Yeah, like, you know, there's there's always that one uh, puke kid in class. Or was that uh, just a one-off? I think it's just a one-off. Brennan, once upon a time, we had Saturday school, senior year, and I ordered a pizza. I uh, went full Spicoli on him. And Brennan was just hung over his shit and just threw up, like, in the class, oh. all over the hallway, like, running out, throw- <laughs> running out the building. Running out the room, throwing up in your dad's room. In your dad's room. I'm surprised you didn't whoop that ass. I can't make this shit up, dude. Holy shit, that's horrible. Talk about lack of uh, <laughs> self control when he's when he's hammered. That guy is. That was like a whoa moment. I was like, whoa, what the you fuck? <laughs> threw up at Saturday school. <laughs> that's a low. Um, what'd you guys get Saturday school for? Just not showing up to school. I remember your senior year, you guys were there maybe 20% of the days. Yeah. I think it was like a no show. God bless Meeker. I mean, I was not at school semi-legally. At least I was a TA. So, you know, let's just relive the years, man. It was good times, bro. Wake up in the morning, multimedia class. I got my full stack of Ritz that I'm eating during that. If not two. Miss Holland? Miss Holland. We're going multimedia. After that is um, tutorial or something. Either that or no. After that is the next period, which I'm TA for Meeker. After that is tutorial. And after that is lunch. So that whole time I'm at home with Life Cereal, watching SVP and Rosillo, enjoying my life, smoking weed, fucking doing whatever the fuck I wanted. And that was awesome. And then I would come back at like whatever it was, one thirty, and I'd do photography class with, with Cassetti. Cassetti. Uh, I just talked to that guy not too long ago. Doing well. We'll stand. Is he? Yeah, definitely. My he dad, fired? him, and Patterson will go out and uh, get together every once in a while. No way. That yeah. actually surprises the shit out of me. Really? What, the Patterson, Patterson? part? Oh, no, nah, he's all about it because my dad buys, so it's – free drinks patterson no, i know in. patterson's all about it yeah <laughs> i'm surprised your dad's all about hanging out with Patterson. oh he's but... their boy I, I mean yeah those guys have been there for a long time so they saw willow yeah. going through the uh the ups downs and all of that so i heard it um, used to be pretty bad in like the 80s it was really bad i mean gang wise and then just a lot of the neighborhood kids went private schools and then they expanded the, the borders of who was coming in because they didn't have enough kids and it just not the best area um mm. but it's i mean turned around quite a bit i feel like a couple years before we got there was like the hate it yeah i mean I, I obviously they go up and down but i feel like that was another uh big up for willow Glen. sports teams were good all the neighborhood kids there now we're talking so i'm pretty sure that the football team's in ccs currently yep are they this Friday, I have not they play even... Westmont. Wow, that's a is that in league? I mean, I, something like that. But they're in the C league right now, so they play like Yerba Buena. I mean, dude. that's pretty buns, dude. When you hear that, and then you think that fucking guys like Mitch and them, and guys like me and Hakeem and them, were fucking playing against Oak Grove. It's like, how did something like that even happen? We really were the golden era. 
right? Guys, you guys were playing against guys that were league bound, and these guys are playing against people that probably didn't play football before. Exactly, didn't play football before high school. Um, Hey, not all of us did. Did you? I did not. Damn, that was another thing. Parents wouldn't let me play. I had him on the ropes. Guy on the bills breaks his neck. Say la vie. Like that week, <laughs> we were like, "Oh, we'll get we'll get helmets." Hutch was like, "The zenith is the way to go." Was it was it Hutch who had the zenith, right? No, I had the zenith. <laughs> but like me and Hutch, JV football would just like he would just come and we'd be like, "Zenith, zenith. like <laughs> zenith, like he's like it sounds like a robot." And I looked like such a dumbass. It was so big on my head. West Welkery, very West Welkery. Um, but yeah, the guy broke his neck literally that week. Plug was pulled. Um, but good times. Uh, do, 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 do. All right. Well, you want to get into our draft? We're going to do another draft today. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that it's, it's just about time for this draft. Alrighty. Well, look what I did. I, I want to do something real quick. Watch. Wait for it. Wait for it. No way. Got him. That's the best, cause dude, in the car earlier, I was thinking, dude, for our draft, we should have like like a little, little music like cue into it. Like I was thinking, draft day, like pulling it up on my phone, just playing a little. Wow, 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 wow. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> um, Shout out, Bug. All right, so how are we doing this? You want to go first? No, I'll let you take the out? reins here because I went first last time. Um, I I don't know if you want to lay it out. Want me to lay it out? Really I can lay it out. I'll lay it out. All right. Um, so pretty much what we're going to be doing today is a draft like we did last time. And we're going to be doing it of the hypothetical situation. We're trying to draft a Thanksgiving plate. So each of us are going to draft five items. Does five feel like the right number there? Yeah, I feel like any more than that, you're getting into the fucking shitty dishes no one eats. Correct. All right. So we're going to do five a piece. Um, if one of us drafts something, the other person cannot. Um, at the end, the, v- the listeners will be able to vote on, on who had the, the better plate, which one you'd rather be eating. And just some parameters here. You know, any food that you've ever seen at Thanksgiving is in play. Okay, that's fair. Now, uh, I'll just wait till my pick because I don't, I don't want to give you any ideas. Okay, I'll go first then. Yeah, oh, right? With the first pick of the Thanksgiving Spectacular, Josh drafts gravy. Wow. (laughs) It's not Thanksgiving without gravy. No matter what I pick the rest of the draft, I will be pouring gravy all over it, and Jim will be eating a dry plate. It's funny you say that, because I was literally going to ask if uh, mashed potatoes and gravy were a tag team, or if gravy's... Gravy's all on her own. Um, all right, gravy. Wow, that's huge. That's like you said. That's everything. That's the lubrication to the whole Thanksgiving dinner. That's what's getting it down the gullet. I felt like I felt like it was an obvious first choice. I did consider mashed potatoes. Um, not to give away too much about what what I want to do. That was another one in consideration. So not to step on you. Go ahead, Jim. Um, well. <laughs> Um, I also have the video camera going, so I'm going to try and edit the video for this one. We'll see how that fucking goes. It's been a nightmare. A nightmare. Um, with the second pick of the Thanksgiving Spectacular, Jimmy Riley selects mashed potatoes out of Ireland. Not surprising. I love it. All chalk thus far. All chalk thus far. Some say the draft starts here. Um, yeah, I feel like those are your two main dishes everyone gets. And then everything here, I mean, obviously the big T-man, Turk, Turk daddy, but I'm not even that big of a turkey guy. No one is, Jim. No one is. But is it really a Thanksgiving plate without it? I don't know. You tell me. With the second pick. Josh Landers' team in the Thanksgiving Spectacular. Josh will be drafting stuffing. Fuck. 
<laughs> Give me some stuffing. You know, what is stuffing? It's a question for the ages. What is it? Well, and I mean that sincere. I, I genuinely mean. Are that you asking what, what the ingredients are, or you're asking yeah. what is its purpose? Uh, I'm asking like, what am I eating when I eat dried bread? Pretty much croutons that have been rehydrated. Big Mike makes his own. It takes like four days to dry out the bread, cut it up, get it nice and crispy. Then you go back in over some stock, add some celery, little this, little that. Bake it, and it's. I I honestly should have taken that number one. I'm a little rattled. Stuffing's my favorite. I'm feeling great about my plate. It is gonna hurt me that I don't have mashed potatoes, but spoiler, those aren't the only type of potatoes. Well, maybe I'll take the sweet ones too. Those are on the list. I'll just just fuck your dish up. Um, no. Okay, so mashed potatoes, stuffing. Gravy, holy hell. Um, okay, well, with the fourth pick of the Thanksgiving Spectacular, Jimmy Riley will be selecting turkey out of turkey. (laughs) Ah, The crowd goes wild. Yes. They're going crazy. The New York fans love it. Turkey. And God. you know what? I feel like the thing with turkey is you got your light, your dark. You can get get a little mix. I'm not the biggest fan, but uh, since you took the gravy, I feel like I can squeeze some juices out of the old Turk to uh, to help a brother out. Are, are you a thigh guy or are you a breast guy? I feel like I'm usually a breast a guy, just a in all, all aspects. Um of life, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I like the light meat. I mean, in all aspects of life, again, I just, <laughs> yeah. hey. no, uh, turkey, nothing though, wrong with preferences. Jim. Exactly. And it's, it's versatile. It's, I feel like it's good. The second day cold, probably, Boom. probably better second day cold. I'm not, not a big fan of hot Turkey. Um, it always takes the longest. You're always waiting on that for your other food. So it's kind of, a fucked, fucked dish, but uh, like you said, it's not Thanksgiving without a little turkey, turkey, turkey. God. I'm just my mouth's watering over the turkey sandwiches with extra mayo I would make after Thanksgiving. Just turkey sandwiches for weeks, just ziplocs full of just dark meat turkey that I'd tear off the bone and put right into my sandwich. Are you kidding me with the mayo? Ugh, nothing better. Except for maybe ham sandwiches after Christmas Eve. Those are the only things that Ring contend. the bell. Ring the bell. Uh-oh. <laughs> honey-baked ham. Give me that honey-baked ham. I'm not waiting for Christmas. I'm eating it now. You could, And this is genuinely how I feel. Turkey to ham ratio throughout my life on my Thanksgiving plate. Five slices of ham for every two slices of turkey. Wow. That's a, a double. I mean, that's a pretty big race. Yeah. More than two to one. More than two to one. Now, why do you like ham? Is it uh, the salty or is it just because you know what you're getting with ham? I feel like you can't really fuck ham up. You know what I mean? Turkey Hard is- to fuck ham up. The honey baked ham is just a delicacy in yes. general. Just a blessing, and I just think in terms of a flavor palette, there's just a lot more going on with the honey-baked ham than with the turkey. A hundred percent. When I worked at Cabela's, they gave everybody a honey-baked ham for Christmas. Literally Mm -hmm. the sickest thing ever. Me and D-Roach ate honey-baked ham for fucking weeks. That's the best. froze half, put half in the fridge. There's literally nothing better. I think it was D-Roach. It might Sam Reno. You're talking... Everything. We're talking next day. If we're talking next day, leftovers, you want to do a little honey-baked ham omelet? Yep. Ham and cheese. That's that's the go-to. Come on. Um, the Denver. The Denver. What is that? Does that have onions? Is that, is that what this added in? No. D- Denver Denver omelet, if I'm not mistaken, is literally just ham and cheese. Oh, then yeah. That's Denver. Mile high, baby. Shout out. Uh, Book me. Uh, uh, unlimited. 
Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. It's the I danger, witch. So I got, I got honey-baked ham, I got stuffing, and I got gravy. Correct. Correct. So I need... Mundo. Well, we just lost Josh. We will call him back real quick. All right, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, perfect. Um, Let's see, just make sure we're still recording. We are. Okay, we left off on your third pick. Um, So you were saying you have gravy, stuffing, honey-baked ham in that order. I guess reverse. Um, okay, so. With the six-pack. Six-pack? Wow. Is beer count? I might bring beer. Uh, with the sixth pick of the Thanksgiving draft, Jimmy Riley selects Rolls from Roll, Jiu-Jitsu. Dude, that was my sleeper. No, see, rolls. I don't even. I put everything on a roll. That's the thing. I even first day, I go mashed taters on a roll. I go stuffing. I mean, just carb, carb, carb. That's that's the way to go. Uh, I mean, you're. That's a steal, and I hate you. Um, sorry about it. Um, yeah, I think, uh, and that goes with my my next day. Uh, what should I call it? Leftovers too. So. Rolls it is. Um, I like yeah. that. I, I was hoping to get that later, and I will include butter on that. I was going to ask, because I need it on my tates, too. Yeah. Oh, your what? Mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking tater tots. Wow. Never seen those at like, a Thanksgiving, but... I would accept them. Yeah? Yeah, but don't worry about it. I'm going to draft something like that. Most people's Thanksgiving, I would say, maybe, maybe it's a little controversial, and I would love to hear your opinion. I think that means we have the pick in. The pick is in, and it's mac and cheese. Wow, I have that on the list. Not, not so okay. controversial. Um, okay. Yeah, I figured. I feel like mac and cheese at Thanksgiving is a little more dressed up. You know what I mean? It's got the the breadcrumbs on top, baked on, and that sort of thing. Um, Definitely, mac and cheese counts. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it, mac and cheese is one of the ones, and maybe, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I just think that mac and cheese is one of the ones when you're full at Thanksgiving and you don't have any room in your stomach, you're so full, there's always room for an extra bite of mac and cheese at more than any other item. Dante gave an astounding yes to that. Tease. Um... I, yeah, I mean, I think you're totally right on that. Mac and cheese, Thanksgiving or not, is a is a go-to. Um, but I, I feel like it's one of the ones I haven't had too many times on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. what? So when you go mac and cheese, do you go, like, bacon or and all that stuff? Or are you just, just a plain mac? When I envision my Thanksgiving mac and cheese, it is, like, on the lighter side, almost, like, white. And it does have those breadcrumb crumbles that you're mentioning, and it's very rich, very rich, almost, almost, almost too much flavor density, you know? Right, like you're only taking a spoonful and fucking not, you know what I mean? Always can go back for more, but at a time, you're not shoveling a ton in your mouth. You like a $50 red piece of red velvet cake, you know? It's like, you, you don't just inhale red velvet cake, you gotta... One bite at a time. Did you know red velvet cake's just chocolate cake, food colored? I I, I heard that was a rumor. I heard that rumor. Is it is it a rumor? Am I spreading misinformation? I don't know. Jamie. Jamie? Can you look that up real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Tease Jamie. Dante. Do you have a do you have a computer right in front of you? Yeah. You savage. Um is red Joe velvet Hogan. just chocolate? Joe Hogan. Um, I just got back to rolling this week. Super sick. Good shit, Jim. Yeah. Good ba- shit. Back was a little torch for a minute. Wow. I New think New Year's it's... resolution, do jujitsu. Really? You here first. And it's on the pod, so it's locked in. <sighs> I hate when I say things out loud. Because you have to do them. Um, Correct. I love that. 
Mine's mine's produced more than I can consume. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but God oh, damn it. Like I'm going to try. I like that in the social media age, just like the way to beat all this fuck shit around, like consuming crazy shit on the internet or fucking all that shit is just to use it for producing and not use it. Um, you know, just to fully consume. I like where your head's at. Yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things. It's a hobby too, that you can do forever. There's always going to be fucking something you can screw around with. Um, mm-hmm. sweet. All right. Well, it'll be now. Are we including dessert in this list? I think that will have to be our sixth man. Okay. Oof. Do, 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 do. We each have one more pick or you have two more. I have one more. Uh, you have one more. I have two more. I, I like ran out of options. I don't even know. I don't eat vegetables. This shit's whack. I'm not filling up We're on down vegetables. To the vegetables. And there is one thing that is very iconic. Which I think I'm going to take, which is going to be a sweet potato casserole. Sands the mushrooms. You're going to say green beans? Nope. Wow. Both iconic. More iconic than whatever you're going to say. I'll give you another hint before your next pick, just because I want to see this item get taken. Well, okay, what's the hint? If you were to have a Thanksgiving sandwich, like you know how they have like Thanksgiving sandwiches. Oh, cranberry? Not a cranberry guy. Yeah. I cranberry Jello. That might be my dessert. That shit mm. slaps. But just regular cranberry? Nah. Food doesn't slap, my boy. It that? Come on, bro. You're better than food, this. Food smack. No, food slaps. And I'll slap the fucking smack. shit food out of your hands. <laughs> um, All right. Back to your boy. You snake mashed potatoes from me, even though I had the first pick. You snake mashed potatoes from me, and so I need some potatoes to go with this. And I'm going with your standard, like, roasted potatoes. Like those small little... Mini potatoes. I almost went potato wedges. Would you I mean, like is, that better? I feel like mashed potatoes look. encompasses all the potatoes, but we'll let you have this one. If you would have drafted potatoes, that would have been like, I don't know if I would have let you have it, but that would have been a different story, you know? You did draft mashed potatoes. These are potatoes before they're mashed. That's fair. So are you getting like the cubed up? Not cubed, obviously they're not square, but like the parceled up yeah. ones, or are you... Mini potatoes. Like the red back. ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's some of those red ones in there. Exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There is a little rosemary on there. Rosemary, a little salt, a little uh, EVOO. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Those, honestly, sometimes, if the wrong person's making the mashed potatoes, those are better than the mash because those are hard to fuck up, too. You just it's more of an art piece. More of a piece of art. Exactly. Mashed um, potatoes can be a bit of a science. And Big Mike's got the science down, let me tell you. Like, ten sticks of butter and fucking... God, dirt. Shit's yeah, good. Nah, the, 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 blood ran thri- the blood ran thin in the Landers side of the family, man. Oh, no it... one makes them like Matt, dude. No one makes really? them like Matt. Really? Damn. The same they tried. Maybe you gotta pick up. Tried. You gotta uh, just have a, a month where you try and perfect the potato... Looking back, dude, it was just so much milk and butter being poured into that. That's all, literally so, all it is. That's what makes it so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. You, Jim. I honestly, I have. What other foods are there? I, uh, we got to go veggies. I can't believe I didn't take the veggies, but. Well, I don't veggies even. Veggies is there. I don't I'll eat talk veggies. It through with you. Um, There's like a, a stream bean casserole, salads. Um. The, uh, you already got rolls. Which are huge. I could just fucking eat rolls for Thanksgiving. I don't really give a shit. Um. There's always, like, the wild card. Like, just take, like, Auntie's wild card. Like, the what is that dish. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'll try it. That's like, uh, I don't even know. I feel like that's like that jello fucking cranberry jello shit for us. It's like, what even is this? But that's kind Go of a cranberry dessert. jello. Is that a dessert? I think it's a dessert, but I'm going to throw it on there. Or I'll do the Hoosiers and we're playing with the four we have out there. I don't need a fifth. <laughs> I'll take my plate how it is. Mo- I need to rewatch that movie, dude. I, I honestly do. It's honestly, it's iconic. There's so many good lines. 
when Jimmy makes the shot. Jimmy Chitwood. Um, wow. Jello, cranberry. I'll post a picture. It looks foul. You'd be like, what the fuck? I would never. That's what I mean. I don't even want to put it on my plate because people are going to be turned off. By it. So you got to build this exact plate at Thanksgiving. I will. Oh, and so send a pic or post it on the post it on the page. If you know, you know. You definitely know I will. It'll come out uh, a week from or Thanksgiving's a week from when this will come out. So perfect. Is it coming out Thanksgiving? No, it'll come out uh, tomorrow, ah, a week before. Oh, fire! Yeah, quick turnaround time. So I'm gonna take the pump. I'm gonna take the pumpkin pie. You're gonna take the pumpkin, okay? And whipped cream on that. Thank you. Is that legal? Are they they a package deal? <laughs> Uh, if you want to keep the butter on the roll, that's fair. They're a package. Um, I think I gotta go <laughs> pecan pie. You say mm. pecan or pecan? Uh, I think I say pecan pie. Sounds right. A little too sweet. I'm more of a pumpkin guy, but uh, if you gotta have something to wash all that down, especially when I don't have fucking gravy. Absolutely, scoop of ice cream. Mm. So good. Now, what's your drink of choice at a Thanksgiving dinner? Are you a beer guy? Mm. Or are you... Uh, I would say during the dinner, I'm a wine guy. And everything before the dinner, I'm a beer guy. So as soon as I get there, I'm the guy in the family that's starting the real drinking, I'd say. And you know me, I'm not even the biggest drinker. That just should tell you what that says about the type of party that it is. But me and Sam will put a couple back. Mike is drinking, Uncle Mike. Um, Miriam's in the kitchen doing her thing, and um, good vibes, man. Great vibes. Been Love going it. to the same Thanksgiving place my whole entire life. Never been to another Thanksgiving. Is that Miriam's house? Legend. How's she doing? She's good. I think she's really well. We actually, unfortunately, lost uh, my uncle Melton. Oh wow! Not too long ago, had a long battle with cancer. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure what type it is. I mean, but um. We lost Uncle Melton. They weren't really that close, but, you know, I wonder how she's doing with that. But other than that, Miriam's great. She's, like, at peace with her life. She's got her whole thing. She, she always has been. Yeah, she's always got her whole thing. Just living in her small little world, you know? Right. Just kind of. Yeah, doing her own thing. Up. I woke She's up early, not doing anything, though. Just woke just up early. Just for up shits at, and gigs? Just because she can? Five, five o'clock. Just, just to read and have coffee. Got to beat know, the sun. That's the goal right there. Um, shoot. Well, I think for my drink of choice, if it, if it was up to me, your boy would be slamming milk all night. But no one really carries milk these days. I'm a big two you drink, percent. You drink, you drink milk still. I drink milk, not milk. But yeah, <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, a hundred percent. You corrected me on that exact word more times than I could count. Well, it's because milk's not a word. So right. are you part of the milk boys or what's the deal? <laughs> um, and of course, I'm big boned. Come on. You know me. That's the best. Me and Chad Mills till we die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But shoot, there it is. Okay, I'll post a picture of these. I'm going to Photoshop just a really shitty looking plate for you. Just for give sure. you all the... Um. But okay. What are these bets looking like? I was going to say, well, first I want to go over our, well, me booking Cavs UFC bets from last week. Didn't really hit. um, Let's see. Boog put together a hell of a parlay and every single, uh, almost every single one of his did not hit. So good. Reyes, Azatar, Chandler, Pereira, and the Broncos. He put the Broncos in a parlay. He made me waste my money on the Broncos. He put the Broncos in a parlay with the UFC fight? Yeah. That's so Just bad. such a bum. But, hey, it's Bug. Got to gotta let him do his thing. Sometimes he hits. Um, and then Cav took Chandler and Claudio. Um, didn't hit. Did you watch any of the UFC fights? No, I did not. Oh, uh, dude, there was this one, uh, this Claudio guy. He literally just kept like, uh, it's called an Iminari roll. So he kept like rolling and trying to dive at Dan Hooker's legs. And it was, some say, the worst fight in UFC history. Wow. He got, he got bar. like a hold of the leg one time. And then other than that, he was just like on his back, like scorping. It was hilarious. Um, and then my bets definitely didn't hit. It was the city kickboxing. Uh, Brad Riddell and Izzy fucked me up. Um, but you know what did hit? 
during the fight, I had a feeling that Chandler uh, or Poirier was going to submit Chandler in the third round. So I put money on that hit huge for me. Uh, so I had third round sub for, for Poirier. And then I had second round sub for Zhang. So I hit two back to back round and by way of, which were crazy bets. Um, but, uh, so my betting that's not good on the pod. All my bets didn't hit, but outside of that, and I'll post the ticket so people don't think I'm fucking lying. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but Maddie T was, there. it was wild. Um, but yeah, so those bets been better. Um, yeah, let's get into this week. Is there any games that you were looking at? No, I, I honestly need you to kind of uh, talk me through it here. What, what we're looking at, kind of okay. run through the lines. Um. So let me, just, let me take, I'll give you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Perfect. Um. All right. So for my bets, I went. Um, Green Bay minus one seventy, Pats minus one sixty, and the Raiders plus one ten. The Raiders are due for a win, and I hate the due theory, and it's never paid off. But for some reason, I got faith the the Raiders are gonna put something together this week. Um, so those three teams: Green Bay, Patriots, Raiders, uh, plus four seventy five. Um, and then I put together, I called it my Puig parlay. Have you seen the news with Yasiel Puig? You remember him? Yasiel Puig? Dude, he was sick. Yeah, okay. Dodgers, right? Yeah, so news just broke that he was doing hella illegal betting while with the Dodgers. Um, there was times where he was going to, like, his bank the day of games, pulling out hundreds of thousands of dollars to put on, never baseball, but football, tennis, and... Uh, mm-hmm whatchamacallit, football, tennis, and basketball. So he never bet on baseball, which I respect. Um, but I made myself a Puig parlay with those three sports. So I took Rams plus 175 out of respect for L.A. and Yasir. Um, Suns plus 105 against the Warriors tonight. Um, and then Nadal money line tomorrow plus 170. So plus 640 in total, um, my, my Puig parlay. Puig parlay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He does it for the players and the pimps. 100%. Um, the price now, line negotiator. <laughs> the price line negotiator. Now, what did you want to do? Was there teams that you had in mind? Um, I will say I'm generally bullish on the Chiefs and the Vikings. Who are they playing though? I need to hear all these matchups and these these lines. Okay, okay. So Chiefs. I kind of love the Colts to lose this week. I would love to do a tasty home underdog parlay money line. So the Chiefs are playing the Chargers this week. Um, and they are minus two forty two, minus two forty money line. And then the Chargers are plus one ninety. Staying away from that one? I'm staying away from that one. Um, all right. What other teams do you like? Let me just hear the slate if it's not too okay. much trouble. Okay, okay, okay. So this is Thursday, starting Thursday night. Titans plus 143 against the Packers minus 176. These are all money line. Um, Panthers plus 475 over the Ravens minus 700. Eagles minus 319. Over the Colts, plus 250. Browns, plus 320. Over the Bills, minus 420. Uh, Rams, plus 175. Over the Saints, minus 212. Uh, Lions, plus 141. Over uh, the Jets, minus 173. Oh, over the Giants, minus 173. My bad. Jets, plus 133. Over the Patriots, minus 163. Wow, these are some odd fucking numbers that my bookie's throwing at I got three. I got, the, I, got what I, I got three I like. All right, hit me. If we put Buffalo, Philly, and the Rams together. Buffalo, Philly, and the Rams. The Rams are an underdog, right? They're the only underdog in that parlay, but... um, Yeah, how did you feel about Philly's game last week? Um, I watched bits and pieces of it. They lost, right? Yeah, yep, yep, first loss of the season. 
think it'd be good for them. Do to lose sometime better now than in the playoffs. I love it. Philly is my favorite body language team in the whole NFL by far. Why is that? I love I just love I love their body language. They play together. I feel like they're actually a team. Like they they play for each other. You can kind of see it. Compared to like if you were to put it in contrast with like the Cardinals. <sighs> Cardinals are brutal. Cardinals are broody bo- brutal body language team. Have you watched that hard knocks at all? Is it is it as bad as it looks? So much worse in the hard knocks. Ugh. So much worse. Do you think they do away with the in season hard knocks after this? No way, no. Of course not. Well but they do away they'll do away with Cliff Kingsbury, I tell you that much. That guy's gone. Never been a winning head coach, dude. He he had Patrick Mahomes in the Big Twelve and didn't even have a winning record. Um, who do you so you think they you actually think they fire Kingsbury? Yeah. Damn, that's a huge contract too. They're not gonna be happy. Nah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about right now, but I mean, I know everyone gets fired eventually. Keep this up, moving, though. Yeah. Sooner than later, that guy's gone for sure. Like, and that's the thing, like that. I feel like Kyler realizes, like, it goes owner, quarterback, then coach in the power dynamic right now. Like, right. Like, like the owner's not leaving, and the quarterback for sure. You know, he's not leaving before the coach. Except, especially after he got paid out. Paid exactly. So. Um, so Kyler moves a little different. I don't like his body language too much, but the guy's a good ball player. His body language is that of a 13-year-old on Call of Duty. Correct. Which is what he does. Um, so that parlay, Bills minus 429, Eagles minus 319, Rams plus 175 will get you to plus 345. I like that. Fire. Bills, Eagles, Rams. I like it. Where's that Rams game? It's got to be in New Orleans, huh? Um, I'm assuming so. It doesn't say. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Well, I think I think it is. Um, well, sweet. All right. I feel like that's a another good one in the books. Um, I'll try and brush up the audio where I fugged it. Yeah. But uh, we're good. Thank you, brother. You're, I'm good for this. You know, uh, whenever, man. I'll be a regular. Happy to be on here. Good talking to you. I appreciate you. Some bucket. Wow. Good luck. Kill him out there. Thanks. Thanks, man. Later, Josh.